welcome to another edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Rebar. And Paul Laux. And how are you, Paul? Good, tired. Same, same. As, same as usual. I took like a four hour nap before this, so. It's not a I nap, might... it's just going to bed. <laughs> it's like a small coma. I, I might be a little ditzy. I mean, what am I not? What like, did you say last episode? I said like four what things. Were the words you messed up? I, I, we'd have to go back and run the tape, but I said four words that like were wrong. Like legitimately four, like, you know, like when you say, you mean to say red and you said red? Like it's like that kind of situation. Like typical millennials. Hashtag need to go back to school, clearly. Speaking of long nights though, you just told me mm-hmm. that you did some stand up. Yeah, so I did my fourth open mic. Fourth? I didn't even I know, know this. I thought this was like your second. No, fourth. So, because the first one I did was about like a month and a half ago. Did a second one pretty quickly after, but it was like with the same story. How was the venue? Like, how big? So the venue that I've been doing them at, it's kind of small, but I like it because it's, you know, it gives me an opportunity to kind of like try something out new every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then like from there, like I can be like, okay, do I want to work that? And so like I'm building, like basically I'm building like a 15 minute set, right? Okay. And so like each week. Is that week, how long you have? Are you doing 15 minutes? Oh yeah. What's so great about this venue is like that they like, there's like eight people who perform in like an hour and a half, and me and two others are, you know, my good friends Chloe and Karen who also do stand-up. So it's like, what's great about it is like, you, you we really go in and we're able to do like a nice set. And so it's really... I don't think I could do five minutes. Well... To be honest. And you know, most of the other stuff, they, they kind of do like three, five minute stuff. So it's nice to be able to just go up there with like... You know, and I don't last for 15. I usually just try and do like eight to ten. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I don't... There's a joke all. in there somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, in certain situations, I can last longer than 8 to 10. But in others, 8 to 10 is perfect. <laughs> but, um, so yesterday, here, I can show you. I, uh, I talked about... I wrote a couple things. And now, I decided, are, you, you're, are you, like, the, um, the one-liner guy, or are you the story no, guy? No, I'm more of, like, the story and overall experience kind of <laughs> I don't like the one-liner guys. Well... I think I, if I really thought about it, I could sit down and like write one-liners. But like, you know how I live my life. I live it in a series of like vignettes. I like I'm like a soap opera. That's the way to say your life is like the farthest away from settled that it can possibly be. <laughs> my life. I is live no. my life in vignettes. It's it's true though. You know, like yeah. every day I'm like, oh my god, Paul, this happened, and like it's like a, like a mini story. You know. To me, um, it's every day. It's the same thing. Man, we contrast a lot. <laughs> Contrast on thoughts of the round table. <laughs> Put that on a nice jingle. So this is this is what I did. This is what I shared yesterday. Um, I'll read part. I don't have to go through. You didn't bring these notes up to the stage, did I, you? Yeah, I did because I just wrote it don't like on Sunday bad. night. Well, I didn't memorize it. Well, and I still killed it, by the way, even though my phone was in my hands. So you can tell a lot of somebody by knowing which gym membership they have. If you're like me, you know, you have the Planet Fitness membership, we're not here to brag really about going to the gym, we just need a gym. Because, you know, when you have that Planet Fitness membership, you're kind of like a Viola Davis character being told some upsetting news. You Who's know, like, Viola Davis? I don't see. Viola Davis is like, she does How to Get Away with Murder, she was in that movie Doubt with Meryl Streep. Nope. Not- and every Viola Davis character is always like, oh, they've just had it. Like, they're not, they're just like, just leave me alone. Like, I'm just, like it's that thing. I think your references are going to be too deep for me. Oh, uh, well. We well, actually, sorry. No, I, like should, I should not interrupt your stand-up. Oh, my God. Right? You're totally fine. Um, so, when someone has a YMCA membership, what does that mean? So, if you have a YMCA membership, you're like a family individual. You're always talking about the family, and you're always talking about having fun at the gym, which is kind of ironic because, you know, you're not really supposed to be having fun. You're supposed to actually, like, 
work out. Last like, time I was at the gym, I saw some guy benching, and he benched so hard, he just tore ass. <gasps> middle of Planet Fitness. Um, it almost set off that lunk alarm they have there. Oh, well, that's part of this, actually. That's so funny you said that. Um, and I feel like those who have YMCA memberships, they're going to the gym, but not because they're working out, because they're taking the damn cooking classes, or like... You know, like how like YMCA has like the hula hoop classes. And hey, like, why not? Where else are you gonna take those? Well, I know, but like you're not really like lifting or like running on a track. You're just like still doing something. You're I cooking. Guess. That's not working out though. Meanwhile, LA, people who have an LA fitness membership, these fancy bitches want to let you know that at any point they're gonna pack their bags, move to Denver, and smoke weed and drink kale all day. <laughs> uh, LA fitness <laughs> membership people—they're not here for your pathetic poor person bullshit. These are the kind of people that will run you over in the parking lot. And then they're going to flirt their way out of that misdemeanor. Sorry, Judge, I was just at the club. Which, by <laughs> the way, it's not a club. It's a goddamn gym. Stop saying club. It's not a club. So surprisingly, I am a member of a gym. I go to Planet Fitness. And I can honestly say, though, I've never had pizza, bagels, Tootsie Pops, Tootsie Rolls, fried chicken, a giant sheet cake, a shovel of sugar, or whatever else that Planet Fitness just leaves out for its members. And I don't mean to say that I don't eat those foods. It's just the whole point of me going to the gym is that later I can be like, Yes. Why do they do that, by the pizza. way? Last time, I was at Planet Fitness like a couple weeks ago, and they no. had all that pizza laid out. I think, it, well, the what idea is for? like, you know, don't judge yourself. Have some pizza. But like, no, I need the motivation to not have the pizza. They're just trying to bring back their clientele base. Well, by the way, the last time you, you went to... You, were, you are like, you and me are twinsies, because you're saying the things that literally I wrote about. It's so funny. By the way, the last time I went, I used to have an LA Fitness membership, because it was the only yeah. it was the only. it's right around the corner from here. No, well, back where I used to live, it was. And so, right around here is Planet Fitness, Lazy, lazy oh, Gym. Oh, two minutes away. I know, that's where I'm going to But um, when I, there's, they have the lap pool there. Is that at every LA Fitness? They have like a little lap Probably. pool? Probably. Well, last time I was there, there was a hot tub. Ooh. I get in this hot tub. I just finished up doing a couple laps. Mm-hmm. I was relaxing. Three enormous Russians and just banana hammocks get in. <laughs> and you're like, oh. I'm like, well, so if that's LA Fitness, then... I mean, I'm kind of out, but... Yeah. It's this, you'll like this one. This is something I said. It's kind of a smart strategy to provide food at Planet Fitness because it low-key forces people to come back, both because they're not losing that much weight and because it's free food. And let's be real, if there's anything motivational in life, it's free food. I could be in the middle of a torture interrogation by 1970s New York City corrupt cops, and suddenly they're like, if you confess to this murder, we'll give you a taquito. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, can I get three? With sour cream <laughs> and guacamole. And there's a lot of characters at the gym. There's people like me who are definitely people watching the whole time. We're like those paintings in old Scooby-Doo mysteries where Shaggy's like, boy, did you, that painting's eyes just move? <laughs> yes, it did. And I'm looking at your chest, not because I want to see your boobs, but because I'm trying to read that fancy script writing where it's like, I love Jesus and Merlot. <laughs> you know, you see stuff like that all the time. You're like, what? There's this other guy at the gym who walks in giant circles around the facility. Like, he's a, some single mother who, like, kind of just lost her child at the supermarket and now has to kind of, like, scour the aisles. It's, like, right before there's, like, panic. It's, like, oh, uh, he has to be in uh, the next aisle, right? Uh, oh, I'm getting worried. Uh, Nathaniel James Clark Yorkshire Strawberry Caucasian Smith. And, like, like, where are you? And it's, like, building up to that, like, my kid's missing thing. And I'm, like, if you just want to walk outside because this guy's squeezing between equipment... Like, knocking people over just to walk in circles. Like, get in a treadmill or walk outside. Another person at the gym is the person who I think, like, genuinely is always there but never working out. Like, they're just there for hours, but they don't work out. And I think that, like, 
that's just his way of being like, hey, I was at the gym for three hours today. Well, what did you do at the gym? Oh, well, uh, I was at the gym Last. for three hours, like, <laughs> doing nothing. And I'll skip these two, because they're like, they were pretty good, but um, not... That's not bad. And then I did, oh, and then I kind of did this ending about, like, um, I actually improv this ending a little bit, so I didn't look, I didn't write this down at the time, but... You know, how could you forget that the Planet Fitness, there is the Lunk Alarm, and it does that thing, you know. Have you ever actually seen anybody set that off? Oh, yeah. I've never actually seen it set I've off. seen people with, like, literally, they put down their weights like this. Seriously? Yes. It's, I've, like, so obnoxious of the alarm to go off. I have honestly never seen it go off. Or, like, I've seen people, like, loudly cough, but not, like, like that. <laughs> it was just, like, a... Like a <coughs> Yeah, and, and it, it goes, yeah. I saw some a video of a guy who literally farted on the floor, and it and it went off. off. I just, I, I, you know, you know, it's it's not like there's like people actually control that lunk alarm. Like it's not. I like, thought it was like sensors in the. No, floor. no, no, no. It's not like it's. I thought it was. Then they they lied to me. It's they have a little at least the one I go to they have like a little switch and it says lunk on well, who it. Who sets it off? The people at the front desk. Yeah. They'll just hear something that sounds loud and just like click on it. Are you serious? Yeah. I don't believe it. And I think sometimes like it's like they have to be mandated to do it once an hour. Like if it doesn't go off. I've never seen it go off. Literally ever. Really? I've honestly never seen it go off. Then they must not care that much. Or they must, at my place, they must just troll people. No, I... they hear like a little clinkity clink. I haven't watched videos of it going off, but I've never actually in real life. Every time I'm there, it goes off at least once. It's so annoying. I'm like... Also, no offense, but you can't say no judgment, but then judge fit people. And this is coming from a fat guy. Like, I'm just saying, like, if someone's in there and they're really trying to, like, hit that next level, even if they're thin, fat, But why are you planning fitness, then? That's not really the gym for you. Well, it's cheap. People can't afford LA. Well, actually, LA's only, like, 30 a month. It's not No, it's not. It's way more. Is it more? I thought it was 30. No, it's way more. Well, I'll stick to my $10 a month. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's kind of some of the stuff I used yesterday. And how to go over I think pretty well. I mean... Like I, how many people were there? Like this is. 11 to 15 maybe. Okay. And the thing is like there's kind of two different crowds. Like there's the open mics where you perform to like like other comedians and those are always like because uh, like comedians have these high standards and they want to hear sometimes these like really raunchy jokes and I'm like I guess I could write a raunchy or joke. Or they like, but, like well no offense but like well-seasoned people go up there at an open mic. It's like, it's an open mic. What do you Yeah, do? I mean, this is an open mic. First of all, there was like other, like there was like poets there and like a couple of people do like keyboard stuff. Remind me um, to tell you about the time I went to a 24-hour slam poetry marathon. That's I, for another day. Do you know that I actually competed in slam poetry internationally? <laughs> we could talk Why does that not surprise me? On the next we'll episode. We'll save that for the next one. On the next episode. I feel like it's like we're on that TV show where it's like, on the next episode of Thoughts of the Round Table. <laughs> Did you know I competed internationally? It's like a soap opera. It really is. But what were you talking We were just talking about something. Um, no, just like, so this open mic, what, what's really cool is, you know, it, it feels more like there's average people. Okay. Like, I feel like performing in front of comedians, you're like, because like, everyone is a comedian. Everyone's right. trying to like, be funny. Whereas like, when you just perform for like, a crowd, it's like, it's more relaxing, I think, for me to do it, and then the crowd seems more receptive. Because it's like, I don't know. There's some people who have like this pride thing where like, and maybe I do it too. I don't know. But we're like, they don't want to laugh at like, oh, like I'm only gonna laugh. It's really funny. Now, did you see anybody like absolutely just tank? At this open mic, yeah, no, or ever. I mean, yeah, but like that's across all spectrums, and you know, I've even had a few bad like performances. One of my friends wants to be a stand-up comedian full time. Yeah, 
Good luck. I don't have the heart to tell him. He's awful. Well, I mean, the truth of it, too, is, like, we live in Cleveland, and I love Cleveland, but, like, we're not, like, a notorious stand-up market. No. And I am talking to a friend who, they actually do live in Cleveland, and they perform around the country, which is really cool. And I'm Anybody like, I know? No, I don't think so. Okay. I can show you after. <laughs> behind the scenes. On our, <laughs> it's on our Patreon. <laughs> we don't have. <laughs> we should start like a behind the behind the scenes documentary. There's going to be like three people who sign up for the Patreon and two of those three are going to be our moms. My mom doesn't <laughs> even listen to this. Oh, she could. She probably would be a little offended. <laughs> Although to be fair, she had that really dark uh, reason about the, meta, the meteor. Oh yeah, I forgot She's about like, that. I would let the meteor just crush me as a hermit. Leave like, it to my mom to have the darkest answer of everyone we've talked to. She's like, hi sweetie, I can make some cookies. Meteor death. All right, well, should we do some Not the News News with you, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up. All right, so this is one of my biggest nightmares. I don't think I've ever told you about one of my biggest phobias is deep sea anything. Mm-hmm. Like, just... The abyss. When I was a kid, like, there in our city, there was a 13-foot deep pool. Mm-hmm. And so just naturally, it kind of, like, got darker at the bottom. Yeah. That scared the little piss out of me. Oh. Like, I always thought, like, there was going to be sharks in there, so which I understand was totally irrational, mm-hmm. but, you know, it is what it is. But I came across this story where in Germany over in one of the, uh, uh, in the ocean over there. I always forget that Germany is, is on the ocean. Yeah. Technically. It is. On the north, right? it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like on the big, it's like on a sea that leads to the, to the ocean. Yeah. It's uh, uh, like in the Baltic right, Sea, right, right. right? Yeah. Long story short, they have a observatory, like an underwater thing, kind okay. of like to measure waves, oh, salt, yeah. whatever. Just fun like things. That. And so... They, it's pretty deep on there. It's in restricted sea, too, so like no one can go there. And so they had they lost a signal to it one night. And so they just thought, well, whatever, something just went wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So it was an observatory, probably about the size of it. Think about it like, it's basically like that dining, size of a dining room table. Pretty freaking big. Yeah. And a few thousand pounds, everything. They go and check up on this thing. It's literally just gone. The only thing left is the transmission wire to it that was just shredded to pieces. Oh, wow. What do you think happened? <laughs> they don't. They have no idea. They're like, it's too big for anyone to take. Like an animal, though? They don't know. And they're like, there's nothing that we know of that could take something like that, but it's too what big for the like... the giant squid? For like a boat. It's not that deep. The giant squids are like thousands and thousands okay. of feet deep. That's weird. Do you think someone stole it for like junk part? They don't know how they would... Because they have brought that, but they don't yeah. know how they would do it. Not only because of the weight and sheer size and the depth of it, mm-hmm. but it was in restricted waters where you would basically be noticed immediately. Do you ever believe in this theory that they have where like... There's like another dimension where things that go missing from this, this, our world, end up in that dimension. I have heard that. And I don't know if I believe in that, but the weirdest, listen to this. That would be it. This is the weirdest thing. So you remember back in 2012 when, um. Take a ride. Well, there was that whole Mayan thing. The Mayan calendar was ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you ever heard of the, um, uh, string theory with, there's like infinite universes. Yeah, Like going parallel or whatever. Um, like there's a universe where this podcast is doing really successful. Right. And there's another universe where you and me are like enemies. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And there's a, there's a universe where this podcast never happened. You know, if you oh, cough and so sneeze funny. at the same time, your body takes a screenshot. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> oh my God. Back to you. Anyway. So there's this, there's this, uh, theory that the world actually did end in 2012. Oh, And then yes. everything hopped over to a different, a different timeline. There's like, but wouldn't we have noticed that? See, there's it's just conspiracy theory. So obviously, there's no evidence and behind. Wasn't it, the holding of the Mayan calendar that like it was just resetting? 
Like it was like the well, end, it, it just like it just end, it ended a cycle and a new cycle started. Yeah, and they died off, so they were never able to create the new cycle. The new cycle. So it wasn't like oh, we didn't create 2013 because it's not going to exist. It's just no. Like they're and then their they cycle. all they always correlated their cycles to ending at major. Like one ended during the Civil War, another ended during World War Two. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but I mean, there's stuff that happens every year that you, a big event that you can well, correlate. Uh, to. 1804. What happened on 1804? You know what? Let me let me Google real quick. Next, <laughs> I was curious. like, you think I got nothing better to do than to take the time on this mm. podcast? Talk like, there yourself. has to be at least one or two years out there that like nothing happened. You know, it's funny you say that. Um, I I read the study that someone tried to find out the most boring day in history. Oh, that's a good like, one. Based on the amount of news and press releases, mm. and they actually found like the it was only the past like 150 years or something. It was like April of like 1960 something, and they actually found a broadcast or something where a news anchor said there was literally no news today. <laughs> they were like, "This is not boring." <laughs> what happened in 1804? What happened if you Google this? Um, on the December 2nd, 1804, Napoleon crowned himself emperor. Ah, uh, but like that's like he didn't do anything. Um, Lewis and Clark expedition began in 1804. Okay, but like it went through 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 years, so it's like uh, so it's more remarkable after it happened. I mean, they could have died. Historical in events, 1804. There's okay. a whole page on this. Um, Haiti just, becomes independent. Oh, okay. Um, Ohio legislature uh, legislature passes first laws restricting free blacks movement. And to this day, the Ohio legislature is still. Behind on the times. February 15th, New Jersey becomes the last northern state to abolish slavery. In 1804. Um, okay, oh, I'll, I'll admit that... Territory the, of Orlean, Orleans organizes in Louisiana Purchase, so basically New Orleans started. Okay, I'll take it. The big things. I'll take it. Any other news? Yeah, plenty. Let me get, let me get back <laughs> to that now. I was like, I'm sorry, I was just googling 1804. You threw me off. Now I, 1805 I, seemed really cool too. Oh yeah. So there's this new study going on. Not really study. It's kind of an experiment. Wait, I want. I would you ever sign up for like a weird experiment where they just test drugs on you and stuff? Um, maybe. I don't know. Because there's one that. I, let me know if you okay. sign up for this. It's um design. It's aimed at people who are obese, specifically morbidly obese. Oh, so I'm not morbidly. No, I'm but like, I'm, I'm talking about like five, six hundred. I'm like, people. girl, you need to calm down, obese. But they, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of obese are you? <laughs> so they put a uh, a little like uh, chip inside your brain, basically. Okay. And whenever you think about having a fatty food, it shocks you. That's <laughs> torture. Yeah, that's not anything helpful. <laughs> People signed up to I do I mean, this. here's the thing. Like, of course it's going to maybe work because, like, you're feeling pain. That's not actually, like, conducting. Hey, they though. told these people what was going to happen. They signed up for it. So every time you think about food, you get shocked. See, that's not fair. I think if you, like, eat the food, then you should get shocked. But even then, it's just, like, that's just too much. What's the farthest you'd go in one of these experiments? Well, if they were, like... Here's the thing, though. Like, I'm, I have no, as of right now, known mental health, like, illnesses. Like, let, let's That's say... That's debatable. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> no, but, like, if I was, like, let's say, for instance, um, you know, if I was depressed and they were like, hey, there's, like, a new antidepressant that we're going to demo. Would you, you know, 
you know, we'll give you the medication and we'll give you a stipend for, to do it and to follow up with us. Like, I'd consider that. But, like, it's not like I can be like, oh. Well, what if they go to be like, okay, so you have this whatever and say, this might help you. However, it might also cause horrific anal seepage. <laughs> like, you know what? It, honestly, I'll be, I'll be real with you. It just give me the price point. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it for 100 bucks. But if they were like, $10,000, 5% chance of diarrhea. If you diarrhea. crap in your pants every 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but that might be a good cleanse of the system. You just wear a diaper. <laughs> Why is my head crinkling? Like, yeah, you see it crinkling. Okay, weirdo. But like, I don't know, like if it was like something like, hey, we're working on like a new energy pill or if we're working on, I don't know. It, it really depends. Like, or let's say, I, let's say like, you know, knock on wood, um, that I was, you know, have like something like cancer or some really bad disease and it was like a new form of treatment. I mean, you're gonna have to. Pay. Unfortunately, in this economy, we have to pay our own god g elect, um, electric bills, medical bills. I think there were, some- and it's like, well, why not? If it's like potential new treatment, and they're gonna pay my medical bills to do it, then like, that's a hard like. That's easier to say yes to. I think. I think personally, there was, just recently, I don't know if you if you heard about this earlier this year. There was this thing. It's been around for a while. It's called the Why Not Try Bill. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of this? I don't know. It's for people who are uh, terminally ill, like mm-hmm. you literally only have six months to live. They're allowed to um, undergo treatments, experimental treatments that aren't approved by the FDA. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, because these people were basically, you're going to die. So, yeah. they try all this weird stuff on you. And who knows? Maybe it works. Maybe yeah. you never know. Would you do that? I mean, why not? You I mean, absolutely. Like, this goes back to the whole meteor thing. It's like, it's like, hey, you know, the meteor's going to come and you're going to die in like three months. Like, do you, are you going to, you know, do something you've always wanted to do, like travel to Fiji if you can? It's like, of course, like, you know, do it. I'm really disappointed with the sponsors with that, by the way. Nobody, because nobody played fair. Like, oh, we'd find some you know. way to stop it. Like, that's not the point, man. Clearly, we are a podcast of unfair, judgmental bitches. <laughs> Tune in every week. All right. Speaking of judgmental. Okay. I'm going to let you know. On this edition of Dad Advice with me, Matt, I have... Like a couple options we can explore. Oh, dad advice. You don't even have kids. Dad, no dad advice. Like that. Advice. I always thought it was dad advice. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Until now. It's like dad advice. Don't do that. I thought it was dad advice. Okay, Paul. Why in the world would I say dad advice? <laughs> I literally me now? just now. The only thing I'm a father to is a succulent that's on my bookshelf. Kind of dying. Like, that's the only thing I'm It's a I'm succulent. You don't even got to water it. Exactly, and it's dying, Paul. What kind of dad am I? I can't do dad advice. Okay. It's dat advice. Um, I have a couple options. I have three where it's just ask a manager, because I love we'll ask a manager. Some, we'll save the other ones for next time, so we'll get to all of them. Okay. We'll do the three. Uh, these are three from ask a manager. I love ask a manager. This is my favorite one. This one's juicy. I was one of many people in my company to recently get laid off. I asked my boss about the kind of messaging she wanted me to use when discussing it with my contacts and connections as I job hunt. Like, basically like, you know, oh, I got laid off because of X. Like, what was the reason? Right. But my manager wants me to lie and say that it was my decision to leave. But people are going to notice that half the staff has disappeared overnight. And even if it was just a couple of us leaving, I don't feel... Like, lying about that circumstance. It's not even legal. You know, what should I, how do I approach this with my manager, or do I just go forward with my own professional but honest messaging? And uh, Allison, ask manager, was like, yeah, girl, do not lie. You got laid off. You can go ahead and tell the truth without revisiting this conversation with your boss. 
Um, but if you feel more comfortable, you can tell your manager, I thought about your suggestion to tell people that I quit rather than being laid off, but I wouldn't feel comfortable lying. But if there's any particular framing you want me to use about the layoff itself, like explaining the company was restructuring, et cetera, I can do that. And I totally agree. Like, I hate when these companies are like, oh, like, sorry that we're going to screw you over, but like, be nice about it. It's I've like, never been laid off, so I've never had to go through this. I got laid but... off once. And it was because it just was not going to work out. It was a part-time job. Wait, so you got fired? No, because like, it was like a mutual thing. You know, it was, so you got fired? No, no, no. Laid off, for sure. Because fired, to me, fired implies negligence. What industry was it? Oh, serving. It was a part-time serving host job. So you got fired. You can say it. No, I didn't get fired. Because fired would be like, I was like sleeping with the someone on staff or like, I don't know, like I threw a plate of wings in someone's face. Laid off to me is like... Well, how do they phrase it to you? Like They're like, I, we don't feel like you want to work here. And I was like, I don't really want to work here either. And it was just like, Okay, bye. <laughs> so you got fired. No, because it was like yes, a mutual. Yes, you did. I don't, I don't think so. This is not mutual. I they said, you don't want to work here. We don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to work here. We don't want to. You don't work here. It's okay. You, don't it's okay. Don't you got canned. <laughs> no, because canned to me is like. You don't get laid off though. Yeah, I think it's laid off. No, you didn't. You got fired. fired. To me, fired implies there's like, you, you did something. You did do something. <laughs> Yeah. You did not because do I enough. I didn't like the job. You did not no, do enough, no. and they caught up on it. Oh, well, let's be It's real. okay. No. It's okay. It's, here's, let's use an example. Trisha sexually assaulted someone at work. Who she are you relating fired. these two at all? She got fired. Dude, how are Bob you stole office supplies. Bob got fired. You Matt got, and the company both agreed this was not a good fit, and so Matt... So you got fired. But I, I here's the thing. It's, it's not fired. It's not quit. It's like laid off. It's in that middle area. It's... You're driving me nuts, man. Uh, well, anyway. Let's move on. Because I just can't with you right now. <laughs> okay, this is kind of funny. I think you'd like this. So last year, the company's common lunch area was refurbished with an oven. Um, now, nobody really used that oven until last week when uh, different like friends, I guess, cooked a roast at lunch. What? Yeah. Well, now it's gross. The whole cooking time, there was like... The smell of raw meat and weird odor. And a few people commented, like, this is the best. Like, a group of people made this roast at work, and people made things like, ew, and like, ooh, that doesn't smell good. Um, apparently, the two or three chefs got defensive. They're like, it smells nice to me. Um, Who would bring a roast to work? Basically, like, apparently everyone was like, dude, this roast smells terrible, and you're making it work. Please stop. So basically, this girl's like, well, what do you say? Given that this group probably couldn't have foreseen that the roast was going to smell weird, is this an appropriate use of the, the company kitchen? Um, are they justified doing it? And for what it's worth, a number of people who did the roast are kind of like middle management. So Allison's like, well, I don't think it's a big deal that they decided to cook something. If there's an oven and there's people who need lunch, like, why not use the oven? Like, it's, They gave like it the to you for a reason. The, yeah. It's not like they brought in an oven. That sounds like a know? weird thing to have in your office anyway. Well, if it's like a larger company and they have like a break room, I guess. I mean, maybe the maybe it's a little it's weird, weird, but I mean, nice. I mean, that's a nice benefit, I guess. Unless they're not getting paid fairly, and then I'd be like, get rid of the freaking oven and pay your bitches fairly. You know, put that on a t-shirt. Pay your bitches fairly. This is why he got fired. Says Matt. Um, <laughs> wait, I didn't realize you stuck that in, you little. Oh. So she says, you know, it's true that sometimes you know, it's gonna there's gonna be smell with your roast, your food. So it's not a great move if it's kind of like... Don't cook fish the in the office. But like the thing is, the weird part of it is that they took such offense to people's comments about the smell 
to the point of going to HR about it, that's kind of a bizarre response. So, and I agree. I think at the end of the day, it's like, mm, like, it's like, what be careful do? what you're cooking at work. Like, there's some people at work who like, I'm just and more concerned I'm, about people using I'm them. sometimes guilty too. Like, we're all bringing some really like, like, hey, I had something really crazy last night and I bring over the leftovers, but like, sometimes I walk by and I'm like, oh my gosh, you brought that to work? Yeah, have you ever done that? Like, oh. I work from home. <laughs> well, I was like, I use my work oven all the fucking time. <laughs> all right. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. This is, talk about hashtag ethical dilemma. Last week I was making a copy in the copy room and I picked up a, from the copier, not my own thing, but a list, it was a printout listing every employee, their projected end date, which varied from now to two projected months. Projected end date? Mm-hmm. Basically... Everything on the documents that everyone's going to be laid off, like the whole division or the company, or whatever. I put the paper back in the printer, did some busy work, but 20 minutes later, no one ever got the, the page, which was kind of shocking too. Eventually, I put the this laid off thing in paper recycling because I felt weird leaving it there. I want to talk to my manager about it. I get the feeling she has no idea, and I feel so unmotivated, and I'm looking for other jobs because of this information. I found. was her name on or her. Yeah, everyone. It was the whole company. So like let's Woo! let's say she worked at Dairy Queen and she got she watched the copier at Dairy Queen and it was like this Dairy Queen's like, Dairy Queen even have a copier? <laughs> it's like a small little fax machine. Like it's a fax copier uh, printer combo. combo. Yeah, it's like one of those little babies. So my man, so Allison's like, dude, talk to your manager if you see something like that because a it's it's clearly intended to be confidential. It's totally destabilizing if you pass that around. And I mean, it's also reasonable to be like, hey, what's going on? That doesn't mean you're gonna get answers. Uh, your manager might not even know about this, but uh, you know it, it could be something even reassuring. Like this was an exercise to assess contingency plans, um, but it is fine. Yeah, to ask. Yeah, yeah, sure, it was that. No, well, she says um, parentheses. I doubt that's why. <laughs> She's like, it could be, but probably not. There are some confidential things that if you accidentally see them, you're expected to pretend like you didn't. Like if you saw your coworker's mortgage paperwork or an email about someone else's performance issues, it's kind of like. You pretend not to like, oh, like delete, like, you know what, what I mean? What if it was just, that'd be a great prank though. It was just someone in the office who wanted to print that just to do this. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? You just make the, this list. Just I mean, print there, it. There's some people who the work only, the, the only corporate hours. That, the only evidence that supports that is no one came and got it. Yeah. So it was like, almost like someone did that, left it there on purpose. But she says, and you know, I'm a firm believer in this too. She says, no matter what you hear, the job search is a good idea. I mean, I think no matter, even if you're like, 100% happy with your job, I think it's smart to just keep your options open. Like, I go on Indeed usually on a daily basis. Not not even just for me, but like for other people in my life. Like, if I see a job that like, oh, you know, my friend so-and-so likes that, I pass that along, and it, like, I, I'm like that kind of friend. But um, I've literally never got that from you. I haven't seen anything you love. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, on the next episode of Thoughts of the Roundtable. But you know what I mean, like, I think it's always smart to keep your options open and because you never know. I mean, yeah, that's it's plus it's good for negotiations. There you go. But what would you do if you had found that in the copier? Let me think. Would you have gone to your boss? Would you have spread it to your coworkers? I the bad thing the the bad thing is the first thought I had was to take a picture of it with my phone and leave yeah. it there. I feel like I'm the Gatsby ass employee who probably would like 
tell like three people like you can't tell anybody. I, I would I would go to the boss. Yeah. Because I I don't I'm one of those people that like I know how to be professional, but I'm not actually afraid of asking my boss anything. The thing like, is though, it's so... not like she was like, oh, I was accidentally opening you know my boss's files and like whoopsie. It's like she went to the copier. That's a public tool. Right. So it's like you, she can't get in trouble for that. And if no. she does, then your manager is toxic. You're getting canned anyway. <laughs> you know what? At this point, doesn't matter. All right. Woo. Well, that was a good episode. It was. We got a lot uh, coming up next time. Was yeah. more advice, more dat advice dat next advice. time. I'm gonna say like that advice, that advice, dad advice. I'm screaming. All right. Until then, adios. Later.